Hello, hello, it's Jilly and Sissy time. And what time is it? It's time for everyone's favorite aunt and the ukulele songs. Well, I'm your favorite aunt today, and I want to lead you on adventures and tell you stories that make you giggle and make you sing and make you laugh and cry at the same time, all in a good way. Cause crying can be funny Cause I'm your silly aunt sissy And sometimes you laugh so hard you cry And that's the way it should be Crying is good though too Sometimes you have to let a good cry out And that's my message for today Laugh, laugh, laugh And have fun, fun, fun And that's not always possible But when you can Have fun, fun, fun And that's what silly aunt sissy is here today a story so you forget your troubles and we're gonna begin story time now with silly and sissy we got two books mouse soup that we started the last time and we'll begin that if i remember correctly we finished we were just telling the story about making soup and he was tricking everybody and now we're moving on to two large stones i think Two large stones. Two large stones set on the side of a hill. Grass and flowers grew there. This side of the hill is nice, said the first stone. But I wonder what is on the other side of the hill. We do not know. We never will, said the second stone. One day a bird flew down. Bird, can you tell us what is on the other side of the hill? Asked the stones. The bird flew up into the sky. He flew down over the hill. And he came back and said, I can see towns and castles. I can see mountains and valleys. It is a wonderful sight. The first stone said, Are all those things on the other side of the hill? How sad, said the second stone. We cannot see them. We never will. The two stones said on the other side of the hill. They felt very sad for 100 years. One day a mouse walked by. Mouse, can you tell us what is on the other side of the hill? Asked the stones. Wow, for a hundred years, that's a long time. The mouse climbed up the hill. He put his nose over the top and looked down. He came back, he came back and said, I can see earth and stones. I can see grass and flowers. It is a wonderful sight. The first stone said, the bird told us a lie. That side of the hill looked just the same as this one. Oh, good, said the second stone. We feel happy now. We always will. Yay, and the moral is, just enjoy where you're at. And next one is the crickets. We'll read the crickets tomorrow. And now, Silly and Sissy said, we are going to read this chapter. Remember where we left off? We left off at the party. Laura's family was on. We were reading Little House in the Big Woods, and Laura's family was having a party. And they were square dancing. Do see do, ladies, do so do. Come down heavy on your heel and toe. Do see do. Not pause fiddle, but it's close enough. Laura could not keep her feet still. Uncle George looked at her and laughed. Then he cut her by the hand and did a little dance with her in the corner. She liked Uncle George. Everybody was laughing over by the kitchen door. 
They were dragging Grandma in from the kitchen. Grandma's dress was beautiful, too. A dark blue calico with autumn coiled leaves scattered over it. Her cheeks were pink from laughing, and she was shaking her head. The wooden spoon was in her hand. I can't leave the syrup, she said. But Pa began to play the Arkansas Traveler, and everyone began to clap in time to the music. So Grandpa bowed to them all and did a few steps. Don't see no one bow to your partner, too. She could dance as pretty as any of them. The clapping almost drowned the music of Pa's fiddle. And that's, this is what it sounds like. Go see Doe and body your partner. Turn your partner round and round. And you got a fiddle too. And that is what it's all about. The clapping almost drowned out the music of Pa's fiddle. <laughs> Suddenly Uncle George did a pigeon wing. And bowing low before Grandma, he began to jig. A jig, and like an Irish jig. Grandma tossed her spoon to somebody. She put her hands on her hips and faced Uncle George, and everyone shouted, Grandma was jigging. Laura clamped, clapped her hands in time to the music with all the other clapping hands. You think jigging is sort of like what Miley Cyrus did a few years ago? Anyway, kids, if you don't know, forget about it, but that's for your family, your parents. Um, Laura clapped her hands in time to the music. Dusty Doe and body your partner, too. It's fun. You should try it sometime. The fiddle... Square dancing, that is. The fiddle sang as it had never sung before. Grandma's eyes were snapping, and her cheeks were red, and underneath her skirts, her heels were clicking, and as fast as the thumping of Uncle George's boots. Everybody was excited. Uncle George kept on jigging, and Grandma kept on facing him, jigging, too. The fiddle did not stop. Uncle George began to breathe loudly, and he wiped sweat off his forehead. Grandma's eyes twinkled. You can't beat her, George, somebody shouted. Uncle George jigged faster. It jigged twice as fast as he had been jigging. So did Grandma. Everybody cheered again. All the women were laughing and clapping in their hands, and all the men were teasing George. George did not care, but he did not, he did not have breath enough to laugh. He was jigging. Pa's blue eyes were snapping and starking. He was standing up watching George and Grandma, and the bow danced over the fiddle strings. Laura jumped up and down and squealed and clapped her hands. Grandma kept on jigging. Her hands were on her hips, and her chin was up, and so and she was smiling. George kept on jigging, but his boots did not thump as loudly as they had thumped at first. Grandma's heels kept on clickety-clacking gaily. A drop of sweat dropped off of George's forehead and shone in his cheeks. All at once, he threw up both arms and gasped, I'm beat. He stopped jigging. Everybody made a terrific noise, shouting and yelling and stomping. <clears throat> Cheering grandmother. Grandma jigged just a little min minute more. Then she stopped. She laughed and gasped. Her eyes sparkled just like Pa's when he laughed. George was laughing, too, and wiping his forehead on his sleeve. Suddenly, Grandma stopped laughing. She turned and ran as fast as she could into the kitchen. The fiddle had stopped playing. All the women were talking at once and all the men teasing George, but everybody was still for a minute when Grandma looked like that. Then she came to the door between the kitchen and the big room and said, The syrup is waxing. Come and help yourselves. Then everyone began to talk and laugh again. They all hurried to the kitchen. 
for plates and outdoors to fill the plates with snow. The kitchen door was open and the cold air came in. Outdoors, the stars were frosty in the sky and the air nipped Laura's cheeks and nose. Her breath was like smoke. She and the other Laura and all of the other children scooped up clean snow with their plates. Then they went back into the crowded kitchen. Grandma stood by the brass kettle and with the big wooden spoon, she poured hot syrup on each plate of snow. It cooled into soft candy, and as fast as it cooled, they ate it. They could eat all they wanted, for maple syrup, sugar, never hurt anybody. There was plenty of syrup in the kettle and plenty of snow outdoors. As soon as they ate one plateful, they filled their plates with snow again, and Grandma poured more syrup on it. When they had eaten the soft maple candy until they could eat no more of it, then they helped themselves from the long table loaded with pumpkin pies and dried berry pies and cookies and cakes and there was salt rising bread too and cold boiled pork and pickles oh how the pickles were oh how sour the pickles were they they ate until they could eat hold no more and then they began to dance again but grandma watched the syrup in the kettle many times she took a little of it into a, the saucer and stirred it round and round. Then she shook her head and poured the syrup back into the kettle. The other room was loud and merry with the music of the fiddle and the noise of the dancing. At last, as Grandma stirred the syrup in the saucer, the saucer turned into little grains like sand, and Grandma called, Quick, girl, it's graining! Aunt Ruby and Aunt Dora and Ma left the dance and came running. They set up, they set up big pans and little pans, and as fast as Grandma filled them with the syrup, they sat out more. They filled the water the ones away they sat the filled ones away to cool into maple sugar then grandma said now bring the patty pans for the children there is patty pan or at least a broken cup or saucer for every little girl and boy they all were, were watched anxiously while grandma laid it out the syrup perhaps there would not be enough then somebody would not have to would have to be unselfish and polite there was just enough syrup to go round. The last scrapings of the brass kettle exactly filled the very last patty pan. Nobody was left out. Yay! The fiddling and the dancing went on and on, and Laura and the other Laura stood around and watched the dancers. Then they sat down on the floor in a corner and watched. The dancing was so pretty and the music so gay that Laura knew she could never get tired of it. All the beautiful skirts went swirling by, and the boots were stomping, and the fiddle kept on singing gaily. Then Laura woke up and she was lying across the floor of Grandma's bed. It was morning. Ma and Gram Grandma and baby Carrie were in the bed. Pa and Grandpa were sleeping, rolled in blankets on the floor by the fireplace. Mary was nowhere in sight. She was sleeping with Aunt Dosa and Aunt Ruby in their bed. Soon everyone was getting up. There were pancakes and maple syrup for breakfast and then Pa brought the horses sled to the door. He helped Ma and Carrie in while Grandpa picked up Mary and Uncle George picked up Laura, and they tossed them over the edge of the sled into the straw. Pa tucked in the robes around them, and Grandpa and Grandma and Uncle George stood calling, Goodbye! Goodbye! as they rode away into the big woods going home. The sun was warm, and the trotting horses threw up bits of muddy snow with their hoofs behind the sled. Laura could see their footprints, and every footprint had gone through the, the thin snow into the mud. Before night passed, I will see the last of the sugar snow. And that is what sugar snow is. Remember, that was the name of this chapter. Uh, sugar snow.
Well, it wasn't, but Dance at Grandpa. It was called Dance at Grandpa's with Sugar Snow. And I, I believe there was another chapter called Sugar Snow. Where Laura asked what sugar, yes. That was this chapter before. But after the Dance at Grandpa's, the Sugar Snow was gone. And next time, boys and girls, kitty co. Well, boys and girls, I started reading this story because we were in, like, with all the shutdowns and stay-at-home orders and stay-in-place orders, um, it was very scary. And it was like the pioneer days. But now we're getting out of it, and maybe things will be a little different. But everything changes, and that's the moral of the story. Even Little House in the Big Woods, it slowly changed, and Laura grew up. Anyway, thanks for listening to the adventures of Silly and Sissy today. And we'll have more and more stories. Should we do one more song? And I always like to talk about feelings because feelings are important. Well, let's sing another song. What should we sing a song about? How about the sun and the moon? The sun and the moon were joyous creatures. They liked to fly high in the sky. In the daytime you saw the bright sun. She always smiled and was warm. In the nighttime it was cold and dark. But the moon was happy cause she had the stars in the sky. And if you're in the country you can see a thousand different stars. And if you're in the city, maybe one or two. But the sun and moon never were together. But they always loved each other. Because they were cousins. And cousins love each other. So thanks for listening to Silly and Sissy Storytime. And whether this is night or day, or bedtime or nap time or no time, just listening to story time have a grand old day after and go have a snacky Aunt Sissy says have a snacky cause snackies are good for you and have a little tea cause tea is grand thanks guys Silly Aunt Sissy says adventure time is done for the day and I'll be back very soon I'll be back tomorrow for more adventures yay